What's up guys, Anand here. Welcome to the Charming Football Podcast. Today, I'll be talking about the UEFA Europa League Finals that's going to happen this week in Gdansk in Poland. Let's kickstart the game. The finalists include Manchester United and Villarreal. I'll just give you a brief of what happened in terms of the semis with these two teams. So the first match was between uh, Arsenal and Villarreal. So in terms of the uh, first leg, uh, Villarreal uh, went ahead. Like they played in the home. So Villarreal scored two, and uh, Arsenal uh, just scored uh, one goal. Like with Pepe being the goal scorer. Uh, so Villarreal, in terms of uh, the second leg, they just uh, had to score uh, one goal uh, in, uh, with increasing the lead. Uh, or if they just uh, had a draw, that is more than enough for them uh, to see this tie. So happily, they uh, negated uh, the Arsenal attack, and uh, they were able to uh, close down all the all, all their chances. And uh, they just uh, had a, a a tactical masterclass from Unai Emery uh, to have a zero-zero scoreline, and they advanced to the finals. Uh, so coming to Manchester United, uh, uh, in the first leg, uh, uh, on uh, fixture was at Old Trafford, and uh, uh, Manchester United scores six goals, and uh, Roma scored only two. And uh, coming to the second leg, uh, uh, like United obviously had uh, like four goal uh, advantage, uh, like uh, with regards to the aggregate. So they just uh, had like say seventy percent uh, like uh, stronger team in uh, with uh, senior players in that. And uh, initially, they had some hiccups. Uh, uh, like in the first half, uh, uh, like uh, Roma had uh, like excellent chances, uh, and uh, DG came to the rescue. So he made uh, the entire match uh, around uh, six to seven critical saves. Uh, so. Um, and uh, you know, the pendulum was uh, like more of end to end, where there were many attacks in both the sides, uh, and uh, the end of the score was uh, uh, Roma two and uh, Roma three uh, and Manchester United two. So uh, Cavani being the uh, goal scorer there at Rome, uh, like he scored the two goals and that sealed the deal for Manchester United to reach the finals. Uh, so they went into an aggregate of uh, eight five uh, as a lead with Roma, and Manchester United uh, uh, like came to the finals now. So talking about the uh, probable lineup, uh, uh, I expect more of the uh, same lineup of uh, these two teams. What they had uh, when they played uh, uh, the first leg fixtures in the semis. So, so coming to Villarreal, uh, it is more about like uh, Etienne Capoue and Perejo playing in the midfield uh, with Gerard Moreno and uh, Paco Alcazar uh, being the strikers. Uh, so generally, Unai Emery uh, uses the 4-4-2 flat system and with uh, Chukwese and uh, Rigores in terms of playing the wingers. Uh, so uh, maybe there, there might be a slight tweak of uh, maybe Capoue or uh, maybe Coquelin playing in the midfield uh, and Portores obviously has had a wonderful season uh, in the league uh, in Villarreal for playing as more of the uh, centre-back position. So he's also, also a very critical player uh, for them over the course of the season. And he's frequently linked with Manchester United to even uh, uh, like get transferred in the summer window. So he's a player to, uh, to uh, watch out for. And um, coming to United, uh, uh, they had so many changes. Like, say, uh, they had more of a second-string team. Uh, like, the uh, day before yesterday, came uh, in the league uh, with the Wolves. And uh, they, uh, sorry, uh, yesterday's game in, uh, with the Wolves. 
and um, they they had like uh, all the youngsters uh, being fitted and uh, uh, they they had the full team uh, that was mainly we can expect uh, coming to this fixture uh, like who are playing in the first leg as I was uh, already uh, stated uh, in the initial side so uh, I expect more of four two three one setup with DG and goal uh, Luke Shah in left back position uh, Aaron Mandesaka in uh, right back position. So Lindelof uh, obviously being the CB and uh, the partner, uh, the captain Maguire is in uh, more of a distress that he had an injury with uh, Aston Villa in the league. Uh, so he has missed out the four to five matches now and uh, he will be having uh, probably a late fitness test. If he's uh, stated successful, he might be playing. Uh, so uh, if, if not, so Bailey will uh, partner Lindelof uh, in the uh, like centre-back position. So Maguire playing with actually uh, increase the chance, chances of uh, Manchester, uh, Manchester United winning. Reason being, uh, like he's more of a leader and also uh, like when he plays uh, in terms of the back line, uh, they have more confidence of like uh, having more uh, like attacking play. Uh, and uh, he helps to easily uh, like more about deliver the um, um, intricate passes uh, from the back line towards the uh, midfielders and also uh, through ball uh, uh, like for the forwards as he's more of a ball playing uh, center half. And uh, so he uh, playing this game would be an advantage for Manchester United. But let's see uh, the as I said the the final results for the uh, medical reports. Based on that, Ole will decide who will play the centre back position. So uh, generally, uh, I expect uh, McFred, like McTominay and Fred, to play in the uh, uh, two pivot system. But uh, that would uh, lean more Pogba playing in the uh, left wing role. Uh, so there are pros and cons to it. Like for an, an attacking side, if you see uh, Pogba creates uh, more chances when he's playing more in terms of the uh, left side kind of a midfield position or a winger type of a position. Uh, but uh, uh, like once uh, it creates more of a gap in terms of the uh, uh, left wing side where uh, uh, he's a little bit slow in terms of track backing. Uh, so it's better to play more of a a two pivot system with Pogba uh, and uh, accompanying with the Matic or Fred or McTominay. Uh, everybody is like very uh, flexible to play in that system. So Pogba with uh, the other midfielder, like say McTominay, for an instance, uh, is better to. Uh, play in this game and uh, Rashford fitting into the uh, left wing position, uh, right wing Greenwood and uh, obviously Bruno Fernandes in the number 10 position and uh, Cavani being the striker uh, will have a, a more of a balanced play uh, going into this game. So I would expect this uh, lineup to turn over. And uh, coming to the uh, specific uh, key players uh, going to the finals uh, uh, with Villarreal as I said uh, Torres uh, is an important player coming to the uh, like defensive structure and also uh, more of the uh, clearance part. Like uh, uh, he's an excellent centre back uh, and uh, he uh, his distribution uh, coming from the back to front is uh, really great. And uh, um, with wingers play uh, like Chikwese is really uh, um, having more potential of like. Uh, going forward at a very uh, fast pace and uh, he can deliver very um, like um, excellent and astute balls uh, uh, towards the front line. Uh, so Paco Alcazar or backup playing as a striker uh, will 
uh, have more chances of converting uh, the uh, wing play what they have with uh, Villarreal and uh, Unai Emery being an expert uh, of winning um, the Europa League for three continuous times with Sevilla he's more of a master coming to this uh, um, like Europa League um, tournament so he knows how to set up teams and also to break in it, it, it would be more of a very tactical battle uh, like, uh, for both the teams. Uh, and um, Unai Emery did it perfectly when they played the second leg in Arsenal. So, as I was saying that uh, it was more of a draw, a 0-0 scoreline. Uh, uh, like it was um, um, uh, not more of an end-to-end, but uh, like they had a very strong base in the midfield. Uh, so, they controlled the game and there were very less chances for Arsenal. So I expect more from Manchester United uh, as they have more Arsenal, like with respect to the uh, like prowess of going for the front line. So they will create more chances, obviously. Uh, but the midfield battle is very crucial for this game. And uh, coming to Manchester United, uh, the key player obviously is Bruno Fernandes. Uh, so his creative vision and also even the set piece uh, would play a very big role in this kind of a critical fixture. And the Cavani uh, like is in his specific form uh, for the last three to four months. Uh, so he has scored around uh, ten goals and assisted three times uh, in the league uh, for about say twenty six matches he has played in EPL and uh, thirteen being coming from bench. So that's an excellent record. And he scored one world class goal uh, when they played uh, uh, against. Um, in home last week. So it was just more of a chip, like say a 40 yard chip, uh, to say more of an easy way that he did it uh, perfectly. So he's an excellent uh, player uh, coming to Manchester United. And I would say he's the signing of uh, the summer for Manchester United. And as he brings more of the leadership type, and already he has won uh, so many titles with PSG, and uh, his uh, goal scoring record over the last decade uh, is more of a proof uh, in Napoli also and in PSG. Like he has done it in a very consistent way. So he's a uh, great addition to this uh, uh, United team, and I expect uh, more from him, uh, like coming to this uh, final match. Uh, and uh, the play, uh, wing player, uh, Greenwood, there was also a threat as he can shoot from uh, like. Um, uh, both the sides uh, with, uh, and uh, he can rip him a very great cross uh, also so he can cut it and he can shoot so he has uh, his own game style and uh, Rashford uh, coming from uh, left wing with uh, Luke Shah accompanying him towards the left side uh, there is more attack that is getting penetrated uh, over the course of the season mainly from the left side so Unai Emery will be very uh, critical to actually uh, negate their attack from the uh, left wing side uh, mainly and uh, midfielders, as I said, the Pogba really uh, uh, be the um, like more of an uh, enabler uh, to go forward and also a little bit track back to break up certain play. Uh, but uh, he will really depend on the partner, like say Matic or McTominay, to be the more of the uh, defensive midfielder, so that Pogba can have little space uh, in between and uh, he can either shoot from long range and uh, he can just uh, have some uh, like. <clears throat> Special layoffs, he can deliver it to uh, um, Cavani or uh, say Bruno Fernandes. Uh, uh, if you see other uh, semi finals, like uh, the uh, second leg, the uh, sorry, in the first leg, uh, the first goal, uh, they had a brilliant play between Pogba, Bruno, and Cavani. So it was more of an interplay between them. Pogba laid out to uh, Cavani, and Cavani just uh, uh, specifically pinged a small pass, uh, uh, like in the six yard box to Bruno, and he just uh, chipped the uh, ball, uh, like above uh, the keeper, and they scored a brilliant goal. The first goal. 
goal, what they scored at Old Trafford. So I, I would expect more of the same player uh, with these three playing together. And um, coming to the prediction for this game, I, I expect it is more of a, a tactical game and uh, uh, just uh, the um, Arsenal, what the Manchester United have like uh, from their uh, um, specific attributes going in the front line, I expect them to win. So I'll go for a, a 2-1 win for Manchester United. And... Um, <clears throat> Uh, like um, the league wise, uh, United is in uh, second place. Uh, like yesterday, it got over, and uh, uh, they have just one game in hand. It's more of a do or die, and uh, they'll be really expecting to lift a silverware for this season. So, obviously, uh, all the media attention and the entire world will be expecting Manchester United to win this game. So, they, I don't think so. They'll disappoint us. So, they'll be having their own. Uh, uh, like a uh, chemistry and also more of a, a game plan that they'll surely have for this game to win. And um, uh, there is a curious statistics like that they had uh, like once the league got over that uh, they are the fourth team in EPL to not to lose, lose a single game uh, like in the uh, away side. And uh, in the Manchester United history, this is the first time uh, that they didn't lose not even a single game uh, in the league uh, when they were playing the away fixture. So. They have so much uh, confidence going into this game, so they'll be uh, having uh, more attention towards um, winning this uh, trophy. And coming to Villarreal, uh, in terms of the league side, if you see, uh, they have uh, completed in the seventh position in La Liga, so they'll be entering into the UEFA Conference League. And uh, they too have just this one fixture, so they'll be also having the uh, motivation to uh, win against uh, a European giant. Uh, so, there are some specific statistics uh, with regards to this game. So, Villarreal and Manchester United have uh, faced uh, four times earlier in the Euro European competitions and all those four uh, meetings were uh, ended in a nil-nil draw. And this is going to be the fifth time. So, obviously, it, it will not be a nil-nil draw. Reason being, there will be a winner at least in terms of a penalty shootout. So, uh, coming to Manchester United, this is their eighth major uh, European final that they are entering. And out of uh, the seven... Uh, uh, fixtures like what they had previously, they have won five and uh, they just lost two European fixtures like finals uh, with uh, Barcelona that was in 2008, 2009 season and 2010, 2011 uh, season. So those two seasons alone they lost it in the final and uh, uh, Manchester United uh, uh, like uh, are the uh, ninth side if they win this tournament uh, who have uh, lost uh, their uh, group fixture in the Champions League and they come to uh, Europa League and uh, if they win it, they'll be the uh, ninth side uh, in last 22 seasons uh, to lift this trophy. So all the uh, penetrations and also the uh, like um, uh, Arsenal and also uh, the power is going towards uh, more of Manchester United lifting this trophy uh, convincingly. Let's see uh, how what are the new events that's going to happen in this uh, enterprising final. So hope you have enjoyed this podcast. I'll be, I'll be also like looking forward to this uh, interesting final uh, like that's going to happen this week. So let's catch up soon. Adios. My heartfelt thanks to all the football fanatics for listening to this podcast. If you love this podcast, follow the podcast link and share it to your friends. Feel free to share your views about the charming game football. You can catch me through the Twitter handle at C O O L A N A N D 93. 
फूल आनंद नाइन थ्री ठीक है गाइस